0: Hey guys, my name is Demetri Sebastian
1: and I'm Wes Kendall
0: and we are back in session Okay, man, I'm starting to lose my mind. I think I've uh I think I'm starting to go crazy. We are broadcasting from your apartment right now. This is probably the first time I've actually been outside in about a week. Are you serious? Sort of. Really? Um, you haven't left the house in... No. I mean, I left it briefly. I swung down to Tucson to go see Taylor, but that's about it. And then other than that, I've like I the amount of sunlight I've been getting mm-hmm. has been so minimal. And the only thing that's been keeping me alive is doing, like, at-home workouts. Like, I've become, like, right. I started growing a mustache, as you can see. Your survival um, mustache. This is my survival mustache. Uh, I talk to my cat now. Like, I'm that guy now. Like, I, the amount of... There's people,
1: only a matter of time.
0: I know. <laughs> and it's a problem, because, like, it, it, it's it's gotten weird, which I've never been that person. Does uh, your cat have
1: a nickname yet?
0: I mean, it's just Quinn. I actually don't even call her by her name. It's just, like... It's, yeah, what do you call her I, by? I don't even know. I just, like, usually it's just, like, flipping off my cat across the room. Like... <laughs> like Cause she's like, today I I got back and then she kicks her sand out of her box because she's a messy bitch and yeah. she shit on the sand on the ground oh, because no. that was now safe zone and she's just like, technically she followed the rules.
1: She shit on the sand.
0: And That's what I was she's like, supposed to do. And I'm like, god damn it! Oh my god! This is this is exactly this is exactly the things that I'm going through right now. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm going through like these weird days where I'm like, my work day and my end of my day are just melding together and then by the time I get to the point where I'm like done working from home I've pretty much done all the things I would do in the evening anyways (laughs) right usually around like lunch I do like an at-home workout kind of thing and then I get to nighttime and it's just like I have nothing to do it's like oh man it's like I've been home I'm already home now what exactly I've been home I've like cleaned the house I've done this I've done that like assembled a dresser Mm -hmm. I'm doing like laundry more frequently than I probably need to. It's, I take like two showers a day now for no particular reason. I've started considering, like, I was like, sitting <laughs> two there, showers a day. right? It's like, <laughs> I wake up in the morning, I take a shower, which I don't usually take showers in the morning. I take them after my workout in the evening, yeah. and then I do my little workout, and then I shower again. And then usually by the end of the night, I'm like considering a third shower just because, like, I have nothing else to do. That's funny. And then I'm starting to think about, like, starting, like, a YouTube channel that's completely separate from this because I'm so bored. Like, my buddy who I talk to about random shit all the time, he uh, works at what's considered, like, a critical job right now. He works right. at it. It's, it's funny enough. It's a it's a pizza place. But since they take, uh what is it called? Uh, like, they take uh, wick or food stamps or whatever, they are fall under critical. And he's been, like, they've been getting, like, hammered. It's, like, a low... It's a it's a low foot traffic place, but because of this, they've been like hammered. He's everyone's working like tired a of cooking bunch of overtime. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, they they've been cooking for one point two weeks, and then they're, exactly. like, they're, like, they're like I'm like, done. Oh, I'm over, over it. <laughs>
0: it. Order some pizza. <laughs> you are mission critical. Uh, basically, like I'm one of the few people who's working from home. Like I work a lot of spreadsheets, a lot of like conference calls, shit like that. But in between, like I have like no one to talk to about anything. Mm-hmm. And now I'm sitting there thinking about like, I'm just gonna make a YouTube channel. Yeah. And every time I think about something that I wanna talk about, I'm gonna write it down and I'm just gonna talk at the camera. And I'm thinking to myself, Oh, like, like a rant channel? I don't even know about a rant like a commentary channel, like just like a, like yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Another commentary channel. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, this is gonna be how I get myself in trouble. <laughs> this this <laughs> like, is where you I, I'm dig gonna the say grave right here <laughs> something stupid. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, those are slippery slopes, but some people, that's where they, like, get their spotlight, you know? It's like when they say something controversial, and then, like, everyone's like, oh, my God, do you hear what this guy said? I don't like being controversial, though. Everyone, like, checks them out, and then they get, like, a ton of attention, you know
0: what I mean? Like, you of all people should know that I am, like, the king of trying to avoid being controversial. Like, every time when I go through our topics, I'm like, yeah, I like that, but I really want to come in it from this (laughs) angle because I just don't want to be divisive. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. You're usually like
1: more taking the moderate approach, you know, like, you know, yeah, what like about this.
0: I have an opinion on this, <laughs> but my opinion doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give a nice light version, which is obviously like that middle road. Some people are going to say like, oh, if you're going to be a moderate, you're never going to make any point. Like, so we, we share our opinions, obviously. Yeah. But it's I do, like the tactful PR. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's the officer version. Exactly, that is exactly. I was I was
0: raised by the government right. to have the most non-abrasive opinion possible yeah. so that we can just keep everyone together and happy. Yes. And then
1: you relay that to the first sergeant. And then the first sergeant is like, we're going to smoke them all. Push-ups for everyone. Exactly. And that's his job. His yeah. job is to
0: be hated. My job is to hide in corners and hope that everything goes fine. Yeah. Uh, How has it been going for you? Are you surviving?
1: Yeah, I, I'm surviving, bro, still feeling healthy, still, uh, we're still open for business, so mm-hmm. um, I've been doing a couple sessions a day, and then we have also been uh, still in the gym training, so grateful that I'm one of the few people in the state of Arizona that still has access to a gym.
0: Did you hear, I think, I don't know if it was just Tucson, but they're doing like a duck and cover status now, or what a mean? shelter in place, which I don't know what the difference is. What's that mean? I don't know. It's like because there was a we're on lockdown. Yeah. Like oh no, now we're in shelter in place. And I googled it, and the only difference was like oh you're only supposed to leave the house for like food and medicine.
1: Oh, it's been upgraded to that or something. Yeah,
0: but I didn't I didn't see a single person
1: doing. Did you anything say different. Tucson
0: or or everywhere? I don't know. I think it was only Tucson because I only heard it because I was in Tucson at the time. So it was just like a, a Tucson news yeah. broadcast. So I don't know about Phoenix though.
1: I think it's up to the state. It's like the government laid out this very general like uh, guideline and then determined like look at Florida <laughs> and they're fucking still spring breaking it up. Mm-hmm. You know, and then same with Texas until they got on the radar. Then they're like, oh, okay, now we're in lockdown.
0: Well, we talked about that just a minute ago before we yeah. started recording was Louisiana apparently is doing really bad right now because I guess people didn't take it seriously during, I guess Mardi Gras just happened. Yeah. So they're they're super hyped up right now. Mm-hmm. And I guess that kind of brings us to the question of like, what is too much or too little because i told you about this in our last recording i felt like was the things i say the things i was saying were they like a little bit too flippant about the amount of how seriously we should be taking this yeah and the question was like well no because i listened to it again and i was like do you i gonna have to throw this whole recording away and have us do it again because i said something that was stupid it's like no i don't think we did because we literally just said like it's okay to go outside and go on a walk yeah and then we laugh because we were like, and someone sneezes on your face on a trail. But, uh, <laughs> but I was sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, I think that as long as you're staying at home as much as you can and avoiding people outside of like your immediate circle, like I consider you a part of my immediate circle. Right. Like it's like you, my cat and Taylor are like the only people I've like probably been around in the last like since this quarantine has started. So that's right. like, I've kept my circle very small and I only go out for groceries and that's about it. Like I call in food every once in a while because I just, you know, sometimes you got to do something. But the concept for me, it's like going out on a walk. And as long as I'm giving people like Mm -hmm. a little bit of space and not like getting all you know, elbows close. I high five
1: everyone and then rubbing your eyes.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. But then we know of people who would say like, you are out of your mind. Like, what do you mean you're going out for a walk? How dare you? Right? And I just, I think that you and I share the opinion that's like, if you're going to get mad at us for doing that, like, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it's not at that place. I mean, maybe it will be where, you know, we are required to like not even leave the house for walks. But I heard that it's like that in, you know, New York. But -hmm. that would make sense because it's way more close quartered or, you know, San Francisco. Yeah. You know, in Arizona, I would say like we, I'm still seeing a lot of people out there uh, on walks when I'm going in the morning. Mm Mm-hmm like, more than before this was going on.
0: And I also think that people forget that, like, if you just stay in your house for a week straight, you can get more sick doing that. Right. Like, you can catch other stuff. Like, being locked inside of a room is inherently unhealthy. Not from, like, a am going to get fat or something about vitamin, you know. Or even like, D. mentally healthy, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not good for you. Right. So I think that that's just... Yeah, and you know what? Everything, every stupid rule comes mm-hmm. from a stupid person. Like, from the right. military, we know that if you ever have like, something really stupid happen, it means someone did something something horrendously dumb. Right. And that's because you hear these stories about people saying they came back, they were told that they were positive for having the virus, and they went to a party of 100 people for a, a COVID party. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, 100 people there, and everyone got infected. It's like, you f- morons. Yeah, like it's this like is where they have to cinch it down so out of place.
1: You're right. Nothing is different than in the military when like someone does something ridiculously mm-hmm. stupid and irresponsible and it ruins it for the rest of us. Exactly. It's not it's not in a different scenario. <laughs> These
0: rules aren't made for the average person. Yeah. They are made because the lowest common denominator stupidest person you can think of has to, we have to uh, put the rules for that person. Right. And that's why this sucks so bad. And it's like, yeah, restaurants are closed. They should be. Uh, gathering areas are closed. Okay, I agree with that. Concerts mm-hmm. aren't happening. That's super smart. That shouldn't happen. Gyms, I'm bummed out to say it, this. I guess uh, I, People I touch stuff, and you they're know. gross, and I haven't seen it's someone wet. wipe down like anything. There was a uh, independence that put, enacted a rule where they're like, hey, if you don't wipe stuff down after you use it, you're getting kicked out. And I was like, damn, good rule. Way to freaking put it down. And yeah, they had like, wiped the sandy wipes all over the place. They would. And I was at the gym, and I was wiping everything down, and literally I could just... I would say over 50% of people in there didn't wipe a single thing down while they were in there. Oh, I was really? Like, there was a sign that says, you will get kicked out if you don't wipe things off. Well. And people still weren't doing it. They're covering
1: the bases, you know. They're like, look, we bought a bunch of Sandy Wipes and we have the signs up, so it's like, you can't get mad at us. Exactly. And that's and why they couldn't. got shut down. They did, they did a lot, you know.
0: They got shut down because we had to equate uh, for the lowest common denominator. They said, we will kick you out if you don't wipe it down. Most people still weren't doing it. Government says, hey, we're the government and we know that people aren't going to do what you're asking them to, mm-hmm. and you're all done. Right. Whereas I, uh, I've i noticed that Five Star has been doing kind of an outdoor thing, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty good. Yes. It's like it maintains some spacing. Like, I mean...
1: Yeah, we're keeping it under the 10-person limit, and uh, they're doing, like, these outdoor group workouts. Mm-hmm. They're, like, lighter weights, more, like, conditioning-based, but... Mm-hmm. Man, I did one on Tuesday and I was like, I'm going to do this as like a cardio workout and then go lift like chest after, you know, with weights. And then I did that workout and I was so smoked. I was like, no fucking way am I getting a chest workout after that. Yeah.
0: So it's smart because it kind of comes, we'll talk about the inside workouts a little bit here in a second, but it's smart because it's like heavy cardio. You're maintaining space and you're staying under 10 people. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, yeah, don't touch each other while you're here. And you can get a really good workout in. Um, You've been... We've, obviously people know we work together as far as like uh my workout plans and you've changed me over to like an entirely in indoor or well at home workout set yeah which i cannot get my hands on a set of resistance bands for my goddamn life
1: it's like more scarce than toilet paper now right and i, went
0: to, I literally went to target because i was like i know they have resistance band there because yeah, everything fine. else is closed and i can't get it on amazon for another like five days, which I'm probably just going to order it and hope for the best. And then with my luck, they'll come in and then it'll be lifted and I'll have resistance bands that I don't want. <laughs> and uh, I went there and the entire personal workout section completely cleaned out. I oh, I bet. Like, I was like, the
1: home workout damn section. Damn it. Wow. Isn't that wild? It's like toilet paper, you know, home workout stuff mm-hmm. and like all the dairy and breakfast stuff for just calling. Exactly.
0: I mean, I guess I should be happy that people are buying all the home workout stuff. It says that like, you know, people are staying healthy and doing what they need to do. But you've been having me do like a lot of it's been a lot of like air squats and mm-hmm. jumps and split jumps and like uh, different types of push ups at different levels yeah. and a lot more ab stuff. I've actually been doing my ab stuff now. Yeah, and, and uh, got the time. <laughs> and uh, it's it's if it's one of those things where it you look at it and it doesn't look that hard, mm-hmm. but then you realize that all of it super sets and it sucks. And yeah, it's, like it's you're not used to it. They're brutal because things I don't end up really that sore. Nah. The next day I did the leg one yesterday. Actually I did wake up with a little bit of like glute, Like, Ooh, like I definitely right. activated something. Um, but for the most part it hasn't been making me sore at all, mm-hmm. but damn, I sweat and I don't usually sweat during my uh, heavy workouts. Uh, right. I pretty much only sweat from like squatting or cardio, but like those have been getting a really good sweat out of me. It's, done wonders for my mental health. I think I was talking about this like when the quarantine first happened. Like I was a bag of ass for like... We just like... Ugh. For like <laughs> four days. I was like... I Like my morning and night were just like a blur. Yeah. Like no one was... There was no sense of what was going on at work. We hadn't got any sense of what was going on. And I was like super depressed and I wasn't going outside. And, I, and then... Wes came in like an angel like, hey i sent you this at home workout. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it, gains, honestly it helped much. a lot. It helped a lot. Well, so thank if you. you're feeling I, like shit at home, yeah. and you're not doing anything like i actually guarantee it's like go outside. I get saw, some fresh
1: air, do get a sweat going. Mm-hmm. You know, that that'll get and then, i mean, you're not going to make any like serious gains your, as far as muscle yeah. mass, but you'll definitely maintain way more than you normally would and you'll probably burn some calories and like condition better, you know? Yeah,
0: and I guess that kind of rolls us into what we kind of want to talk about a little bit is about the mental health of this whole thing, right? Because these are difficult times. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Yeah, this is different than it's different. It's super different. I think you and I are individuals who, and uh, you don't need to be in the military. Like some people who are from more disadvantaged backgrounds, Mm -hmm. or from uh, you know maybe like a country where things are uh, a little bit harder. It's you're more used to situations where things change and it's exposure to hardship, basically, right? Because in the military, you something bad happens and like I dare you to complain because no one cares. Right. (laughs) Everyone else is also going to complain and then nothing's going to happen. Yeah, it's
1: like, great, do you feel better now? Probably not. Still still going to exactly. do it. It's like,
0: what do you mean that we're going to have to go out into the sun for four hours and move this several tons of gravel to the other side of the parking lot with yeah. with bags instead of a wheelbarrow? Because for some reason, we don't have one of those. Yes. This is so stupid. Why would we do this? We, it's like 99 degrees outside. And everyone's like, all right, you done? Because we still need to do that. Yeah, it's like,
1: all right, time to go. <laughs>
0: time to do it. <laughs> and, and people who are from harder backgrounds, it's like, hey, man, like, you got to go work to your job so that you can pay your rent. Mm-hmm. Well, that sucks. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to have a life. And I, I how am I going to manage that? It's like, yeah, well. Uh, That's how it is. You got to get pay your rent. Get it fucking done. And I think a lot of people who, you know, I don't, and I think that people who don't have situations like that are very blessed. I'm not criticizing people for coming from a background that is not difficult. Mm-hmm. But it can be harder for them when they come to the situation. They're like, wait, what? What? what do you mean I can't leave my house? There's, no, I can't, you know, see my parents. I can't, right. uh, you know, people are freaking out. Things are happening. Like I might lose my job. Like these kind of things are happening and their so mind starts going crazy. And yeah. It's it's nuts and it's hard to go through. Cause I've already decided, I'm like, I don't know, maybe I end up working at Fry's. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah.
1: They need, <laughs> they need people to stock the shelves right yeah, now. Exactly. So I'm <laughs> like,
0: I don't know. Like if I have to go do that, like I will go do that. It's, you know, from a monetary standpoint, like that would suck, but we yeah. can, I'll figure it out. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like the uncertainty is there and now it's like kind of shoved in our faces. It seems like. Even though this seems to be more of like a uh, mild apocalypse as opposed mm-hmm. to like, you know, gamma ray zombie uh, infestation or, you know, like a, you know, nuclear holocaust
0: yeah but. and you said something i thought was really good just uh again right before we were recording we yeah. were we were having some really great conversation <laughs> before we turned on the recording yes I um, wish you guys were there <laughs> <laughs> you were saying how this is a really good opportunity for people to grow and develop and say like mm-hmm. hey this is kind of a baby apocalypse yep and you can yep. look at this as an opportunity to say like oh my god like i this is hard this is mm-hmm. this is fucking me up right and you yeah. can say like okay cool now i know how that feels and what i need to do for myself to uh, st- to survive and to do fine in that situation yeah next to maintain
1: time. composure and grounding exactly you know? yeah yeah I think that's important and it's like the more that you get put into like that uncertainty situation the more comfortable you get with mm-hmm. it for sure
0: you in know that terms comes hard hardship is resilience. Resilience, yes. Resiliency. And I'm not going to get too deep in the whole, like, MRT army. Uh,
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we have an expert here. Oh, yeah. In case you didn't know. MRT specialist resiliency expert trained by the United States government
0: itself. That's how you know it's the best. (laughs) They, uh, They took... They went to figure out who could teach resiliency the best. They got three bids. They picked the cheapest one. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, we're going with this one. Write the program. I did did go to a two-week training. In person. In person. Yes, that's true. Uh, And I learned how to train resiliency in the way that the Army finds fit, which is better than it used to be. And yeah. we won't get too deep into that because it's a whole, like, 12-step program that's, like, it's good. And maybe we'll actually take some time to devote to that in the future. I actually think that we could make some decent short, uh, co- like, content, maybe some in-between mm-hmm. episodes where I discuss certain topics, and then we can just do those in bites. But um, I- at the end of the day, it's it's all about, okay, uh, this is the situation. I can't change it. This is how I'm going to thrive in it. Right. And that's something that a lot of people like think.
1: That. Like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's basically. I'm not gonna put my head in the sand and say I'm ignoring this, but it's saying I, the the I would say the happiest people in the world aren't the people who have everything they want. It's the people that can like manage their expectations. <laughs> it's a, it sounds like like a joke, but that's like super true. It's just like the you you meet like old people who are like in a good mood even though like everything around them kind of sucks. It's because like they just know how bad it gets and like how being upset doesn't help it. Right. Those are the types of people who are happy. Yeah, exactly. Perspective feeds into that level of success for resiliency. Mm -hmm. Because if for me, my perspective on it is like, well, I'm still working. I'm still getting paid. I'm still able to put out content and I have other things that I'm working on on the side that can make this work. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'll be the first one to say like, it has been harder. But my perspective on it is is like I know people who are in much worse situations, so I'm managing my expectations and while things aren't perfect, they are pretty good comparatively. Oh
1: yeah. How do you feel about this? Like, do you think that based on what type of hardship you've been through in the past, that kind of like helps you have that perspective in the current situation? You're like, Wow, well, you know, this kind of sucks, but in the past I had to do this, this, and this, and that was way worse
0: yeah I mean as a kid growing up it was like there were several instances in my life growing up where like things just changed Mm -hmm. like not necessarily in like a drastically horrible way but you kind of learn that like any given moment in your life might not be how it is anymore and I think that's what a lot of people are dealing with right now is that I mean, I'll be the first one to tell you, like, I got to the point where I was finally like, damn, life is getting a little easier for me right now. It's like, I yeah. go to work, I get paid, I record, mm-hmm. I do things. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this is my next step. So I'm going to go ahead and expand my, like, my business opportunity so this can be like an actual side hustle. Right. That is all at a halt right now. Right. But that's just how it is and that's how the world works it's it's complete entropy it's chaos Mm, and if you expect everything to stay the same yeah you're gonna have a really bad you know rude awakening at Mm -hmm. some point i think uh it's hard for us as people especially people who kind of grew up in a time where things were like pretty dope to (laughs) it's uh, dope it's dope dude (laughs) life is pretty nice like yeah like we, it's, uh, <laughs> we make jokes about the whole thing with like uh social justice warriors and people freaking out about like, you know, canceling people on the internet. Like you can only do yeah. that if nothing really that bad in the real world is going on. Right. Like if you're not worried about dying, What's your next thing you worry about? It's like people being assholes. Like, your beliefs. Exactly, yeah. your beliefs. You don't worry about some guy saying something rude if you're trying to figure out where your next meal comes from. Exactly. That is the indicator that we are in like a freaking dope time. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you have the time to get mad at someone for being racist or a bigot, like Damn. Yeah, that's is, convenient right that's there. That's pretty good.
1: That's the convenience for sure. But
0: have you yeah. noticed right now that that's like really taking kind of a back burner right oh, now? People absolutely. don't talk about it at all. We're all talking about ways to like stay clean and not get sick.
1: Yeah, stay healthy. Yeah, you're right in and, and that stuff, which is why, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, this is a smokescreen to cover up maneuvering and, you know, political action and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it's like, you know, it is very consuming for the media and I think that's one issue that weighs into people's mental health is a fear-mongering that happens when you are uh, overexpose yourself to misin not misinformation but just like over information yeah you know it's like there's too, there's too many sources and there's too much stuff out there that it's like if you try and consume all that uh content and data it's just going to like make it worse
0: yeah yeah I think that's you're right, and sometimes I think we need to learn to just, like, unplug a little bit mm-hmm. and just accept that, like, hey, uh, maybe I don't need to uh, be watching the news right now. Right. Maybe I just going to take a pause, take a take a day break from it, because you're just being inundated with information. You're just being like, bam, 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 this is happening, this is bad, this is bad. This is bad. Italy, America, China, this is worse. Why are we ahead? Why are we the worst? Oh, my God. Uh, our president's not doing things right. Our governor's not doing things Right. Oh my god, people could be dying. We need to be socially distant. And then suddenly you just have all of this in your head. Yeah. And you have you have you can only do worry about what's in your little space.
1: Yeah, in your circle.
0: Yes. You like what is that called? It's called the sphere of, of influence. Yeah, your sphere, of, sphere influence. Yes. of influence. So in your little sphere of influence, yeah. What you can do is wash your hands and socially distance and do what you can as an individual. And the thing is that the I mean, go out and vote if you disagree with what, you know, the the politicians are doing. Mm -hmm. That's really the only way you of it until that opportunity. I don't really have an answer for you. So it's like, you can't, if you're going to freak out about it, you're just wasting energy.
1: Yeah. That's wasting energy. It's making you in a worse mental state. And I mean, I think a big part of that, uh, you know, your ability to unplug and detach from that is your ability to like, uh, de-stress or, Mm -hmm. you know, like let loose a little bit. What are Uh, some
0: things you do to de-stress?
1: Oh, Okay, well, a couple things that I like to do is uh, I think that, you know, like, working out is a good outlet. Just like Mm -hmm. you said when we were talking before, you know, you did, you know, just a little workout during the day and you felt like a completely different mental state just Mm -hmm. from that, you know? So that's a common one. Um, I'll play, like, if I have free time to kill and I, you know, I'm feeling anxious about that, I'll play, like, video games. Mm -hmm. That's a really good one for me because it gives me, like, oh, this is, like, an, an objective that I can crush and you know, also, like, occupy myself with, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's a good one, too. Um, and then besides that, like, if I'm feeling really out of it, then um, I'll do, I'll try meditation. And then, of course, like, you know, I, I will go to alcohol sometimes just because that's what, you know, I'm people bored. in the military do. But, you know. <laughs> that's not the correct answer. Yeah. But, it
0: does, I mean... I actually was talking about this before. I've actually yeah. kind of tried to, like, back away from drinking because, like, I kind of feel like garbage all day anyways from being yeah. inside. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of making me feel worse. But, man, it is so tempting throughout the day because you have nothing else going on. It's right. like, well, I don't have to drive anywhere. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that can be a thing. You know what I've actually gotten into, weirdly uh-huh. enough? Trash um, Trash television. <laughs> like what? like just terrible fucking television Give me well an example. Okay. well so i, I finished a uh, tiger king have you watched that yet
1: oh my god i did watch it anything. is like
0: my favorite show that's not trash television that's that is that was peak wild television that dude who
1: like made the series
0: is a fucking genius yes yeah and i'm not gonna ruin it i just i need everyone who listens to this just please just go watch yeah King. at least
1: like the first five episodes
0: yeah like the last two like you're kind of like okay i kind of get it like yeah. I, I, I know what's going on yeah but man it is just a trip <laughs> it um, was a wild journey it perfect for our, our trying times oh dude perfect timing. <laughs> yeah perfect timing i uh, i picked up love is blind okay nicole's watching that one watch it with her yeah it is so i, I i'm like gonna be the first one to say like i don't watch the bachelor but man when i do i have a great time because it's just, it's a hoot. It's a fucking hoot. Like, these it's, people are nuts. Oh, my God. I, I swear. When was the last time you watched something like that? I, she watches it
1: every goddamn week. So, it's like, so and are sometimes i with see, well, I, I feel bad watching it with her because I'm just, like, hating on it the whole time. Okay,
0: here's what I need you to do. <laughs> yeah. And this is, you know, this is, like, every guy listening. to this, he does, like, watch it and allow yourself to just get, in it's just, like, I'm talking, I did this ironically <laughs> I I was like, all right, I'm going to watch it. I'm just going to, like, treat it like I care. And you will be shocked. What do you mean? Like, how can can I do that? You watch it and you just be like, oh my God, Jennifer just, what the fuck? Like, she's acting like a crazy person. Like, just allow yourself to, like, imagine you, like, know these people. And it's just, like, you start to realize, like, these storylines are nuts. And it's just like, well, uh, well, I don't know, what was the last one? Some girl, like, put out a bottle of champagne and another girl, like, took it on accident, I guess. I don't know if it was on purpose. I don't care. Yeah, And uh, she's like, she took it on purpose. And I'm just like... Girl, you're being nuts. Like, she didn't take it on purpose. And just allow yourself to fall into this. Yeah. And it's very entertaining. Oh, my God. This is what I'm talking about. You don't watch trash television because it's good. You watch it because it's bad.
1: I know. It's like people who enjoy b rate movies. And exactly. Like that.
0: And Love is Blind is worse. Is
1: that the one where it's like, okay, is this the one where they had to, like, meet each other
0: when they couldn't see each other? Mm-hmm. And then and then they have to propose within 10 days. Yeah. And then they go to, like, a, a trip to, like, Mexico. Yeah. I'm loving it.
1: Bro, I was watching this one. Um, I've seen a couple episodes here and there. I can't believe we're talking about this on the show. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> dude, we are in the apocalypse. <laughs> I don't care.
0: Content's content at this point, guys. We have been struggling, and we are making it happen right now. Oh, my God. Um, And it's like this 23-year-old personal trainer,
1: dude, mm-hmm. and this 35 35- Yeah, she's year- 24. He's 24, and yep. she's like
0: 34. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. That one's uh not... Getting to the last, let that, me tell that, you, that one is bad. <laughs> it gets worse. I'm sure it does. when they go
0: to like the in person thing, like half of them are banging it out immediately, and the other half of them are like, uh, "Yeah, so uh, I want to take it slow." And like, good on them for like communicating, like yeah. their preferences for that kind of stuff. But man, it is painfully awkward. Yeah. And I just recommend that to anybody because it's just freaking great. What else did I watch? You know what yeah, a, f- you, know what a you know what a furry is? Um, yes, I'm aware. Okay, a furry is someone who. Dresses or watches things of, like, an anthropomorphic animal, and it's weird. <laughs> I don't – I'm not even going to get deep into it. But there's a show on Netflix. Yeah. And I saw it, and it's it's called Beastars. Okay. And it's literally just furries. Wow. And it's, it's like, like a anime. documentary on it's it? It's like, no, it's just like an anime. Like, it's a show. Wow, okay. It's like a cartoon show. And, like, I saw it, and I was just like, don't do it. Don't watch this, Demetri. Be because, like, I just saw it, and I was like, I know that this is going to be awful. Yeah. I waited until I was with Taylor, and I was like, uh, I now that I have someone trapped with me, I want to watch and man, that did, did it, it exceed my expectations for how fucking weird it was?
1: It was weirder than you thought
0: it would be. Yeah, it was like aggressively more sexual than I expected. And I got through two episodes. I turned it off and I was like, "All right, that's uh, <laughs> that was it. That was too much." <laughs> well, so, that's like how bad. That's where you morning. draw the line, I, dude. <laughs> I don't draw a line often with shows. Yeah, like i like, I let them ride. I was like, "I'm out. I'm dead. I'm out." That's funny. <laughs> I was immediately. I was like, "This, this is. I'm drawing a hard line."
1: <laughs> so, would you say shows is that one of your go to de stressing techniques?
0: Oh yeah, I love watching terrible TV. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I've been watching some good stuff too, but like the terrible TV puts me in such a great mood. Yeah, because I just like sit there and like I was like seriously at the end of that last one where I was just like, like this is horrible. I can't believe I just went through this. Like it distracted me for like hours i oh. was just like, like i can't believe that this just happened like i can't believe this is it's media. like you lived a whole nother life <laughs> exactly i was like this this is on netflix and it's happening yeah like i'm getting happy just talking about it, but i'm telling <laughs> you man like this is like the things you can do to de- stress it's like what's you- something else ah oh, man getting some sun yeah like just going outside yeah go to you know what you need to do though is go outside before like noon okay because i think a lot of us are waking up a little bit late especially mm. those of us who are able to kind of get away with it for work it's just like you wake up like literally at the time you're supposed to be at work oh like roll you, out of bed 8 55 exactly like <laughs> 8 and then like dude i have like i i'll wake up when i'm supposed to be at work and like mm. i will sit in bed with my computer shit it's awful i need to not do <laughs> it. Like, it was like i woke up at like eight yeah i was in my bed till 10 like fe- doing calls and like work stuff and like my cat like came in the room and was like dude you got to go <laughs> he's like come on like, bro like I, my, I, I a small animal was like worried about me
1: yeah it's like giving you the judgy look and you're exactly. like i know i know
0: yeah like sitting in one room is not good yeah it's stressful it's not, i don't want really to call it stressful but it's like it's a fucking bummer yeah like, it's just not something that i think is like you know good
1: no it's, it's probably not i mean like we're made to be active and go stretch our legs go interact with the world stuff like that. So I think that that definitely plays a mental health, uh, you know, benefit of getting out, getting some sun, some fresh air. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: You mentioned something called the forest fire analogy. Do you want to talk about that now?
1: Yes. Um, So this is something that uh, a lot of people use to put into perspective, like how you should, you know, not how you should like live your life, you know? So it's like, Think of a forest, you know, if it has a bunch of dead branches and pine needles and stuff and it has to have a small fire burn that up so that, you know, you'll have the ground exposed and pine cones can sprout new trees and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Now, if it doesn't have these regular small burns, then uh, eventually all those branches and pine needles will build up so much that when it finally does catch fire, it burns the whole forest and the trees themselves, Mm -hmm. pine cones and everything just gets like...
0: So the fires represent challenges.
1: That's like, represents what?
0: They represent like like, challenges.
1: Not challenges, it represents like your, uh, you know, your life in, you know, what you take pleasure in doing. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you enjoy, you know, having a beer or three, you know, on a Friday night, Mm -hmm. then that's like a small controlled forest fire Mm -hmm. that you're burning to like, you know, keep your mental health, basically. Or if it's like, you know, I'm going to go, and buy a new pair of shoes after, you know, having a good month at work. Yeah. Something like that, you know? So that's, like, the little things that you can do to make sure that you're taking care of yourself, uh, even though you're having to be disciplined and strict in other areas. Okay. Yeah, that's the analogy.
0: Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then what would be an example of, like, a full-on burn coming down?
1: That would be, like, you uh, don't do anything for yourself for years, and then you're in your— 35 years of life and you have a midlife crisis and you leave your wife and family of two and you go
0: marry a 19 year old lady. Yeah. 19 year old Mexican
1: (laughs) lady in Cancun. So yeah. (laughs) In Cancun. You have to
0: leave state borders for it to be a full
1: like full crisis. Exactly. So, uh, that's an example of, uh, the full on forest burning up.
0: Okay. So I guess in the, the micro version for like this situation, it'd be like if you, for the entire quarantine, Mm -hmm. sat and like just continue to like keep inside not do anything and suddenly you just like if like we'll say like they lifted the quarantine you like went to like some wild and crazy party and like
1: yeah you immediately go to like edc and drop two mollies and
0: all the marijuanas or something yeah exactly so you got (laughs) to allow yourself like some simple pleasures in this uh this situation and kind of give yourself a little bit of an edge which kind of comes to the point where we're talking about people who are like like no zero contact is i mean like it's not sustainable like as a human being like you got to give yourself a little bit of something
1: right yeah you have to have like some you know things to look forward to and to treat yourself with at least down the road where you know you you know that it's like you're you're taking care of yourself okay
0: yeah and we were talking about a couple ways that people could kind of take simple steps so that the situation is a little bit less shitty Mm-hmm. And we've already mentioned kind of doing like some at home workouts, getting some walks in, uh, you know, talking to people helps a lot, uh, you know, do whatever activities that you enjoy. But I, we were something I realized for myself that helped a lot, was just like kind of creating some structure to oh, my yeah. day, creating like a schedule, which I'm not really a big schedule guy. Like basically like I have like my little calendar for the day and I basically go from like call to call and I jam stuff in between there. But now that I'm at home, it's been kind of awkward where like when I have a big gap, I'm like, well, what am I supposed to be doing? Right. And the thing that I find is really helpful was like setting like objectives for time frames. So it's like, okay, cool. I have to Well, say for like the people who have mm-hmm. to work from home. Okay. You have a meeting at nine. Right. What are you doing from 10 to noon? Cause that time can go super quick with like you just sitting there, like moving your mouse occasionally to keep your freaking thing okay. clean and you on your phone. Okay. Well, what's something that you know you need to get done? Right. you need to allocate that time appropriately. and so say, you got to plan this it ahead of time. Exactly. Basically. You're basically like preventing yourself from allowing yourself to just sit there and do nothing. Right. And that's for like the people who work from home. If you're not working, if say you've been furloughed or unfortunately like you're not working right now, you know, okay, you need to now get even more granular and say like, how am I going to use that time period? Okay, I'm going to wake up at eight or nine. I'm right. then going to go on a walk for a half hour to an hour. Okay. And then after that, I'm going to clean the house. Each, and then after that, I'm going to, I don't know. We And we'll talk about personal development. I'm going to focus a time period to learning how to do this or like developing or practicing exactly. a skill or something. Yeah. And it's hard to find time. It's you're awake for at minimum 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Like if you're waking up at eight and going to bed at eight, which I know you're not. Right. Um, that time span should not be spent entirely scrolling your phone and on Netflix. But why? Because that's a bummer. You mean I
1: can't play Fallout all day it's, for 18 you, hours? You can, you
0: can do that for a couple days. <laughs> yeah. That actually, that it's pretty dope for a couple days. And yeah, then but after like day
1: oh, three, man. then that's about it.
0: It's rough. It's hard. And yeah. it, I think that people, there's a, I will tell you right now that once you have some structure It's very freeing. It's like a Jocko thing to say. It's like, you know. Discipline equals freedom. Exactly. It's, you're basically, you're freeing yourself from your phone. You're freeing yourself from boredom. You're saying. From the scroll, the feed. Exactly. And you, you do the day before or a couple of days beforehand. Like, I personally think it's difficult to plan an entire week of like, especially when you're going line by line. Yeah. But when I say that you're creating. Okay. Yeah. When you're saying like you're creating freedom. Yeah. You're saying today, this is what I want to do tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And then you're holding yourself accountable. Right. And you're saying, yesterday me wanted to do this. Today me is a much lazier and less motivated person.
1: Yeah. And
0: that is just you being a victim of your own biology and psychology. And you're not, you know, holding yourself accountable.
1: As opposed to like being, you know, hey, what am I going to do today? It's like you already have a, mm-hmm. uh, an idea of that. So it's a lot easier to execute that than like come up with on the spot productive things to do. Right. Yep. Yeah. I think that the morning routine is a big part because mm-hmm. it's like <clears throat> I a lot of clients they'll ask me, they'll be like, Hey, how do you like discipline yourself to wake up to do cardio in the morning? I have an
0: NCO yelling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, like have a five uh fifteen report time every morning for a PT. <laughs> 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 um, but no real talk, I think that uh having like four Simple things that you do in a row in the morning sets you up to be able to be successful with your cardio or getting your meals in early, mm-hmm. and that could be like as easy for me. It's get up, put my contacts in, brush my teeth, um, make a coffee, take my supplements, and my last one is do my cardio. Yeah. So it's like I do those four things on you know most mornings, and if I do those things in that order. It kind of just like it's an automated process. It's not Mm -hmm. something that I have to like, oh, I'm going to decide to do my cardio this morning. It's like, no, once I start by putting my contacts in and brushing my teeth, then making coffee and taking my supplements, naturally the cardio comes next and I don't even have to like force it.
0: And you have to be deliberate in those things because we all know that when your alarm goes off and you snooze it for 50 more minutes, I guarantee you felt fine when you woke up the first time. You always feel worse after a snooze. Yeah. And things like with your coffee, like be deliberate in how you do. Like I've changed over from using uh, the K-Cup pods, which I was doing for work because they're quicker because yeah. I have like my Chemex pour over thing. Like I do that now because it's a much more deliberate action to where like I actually have something to do. Like it's slower. I don't have anything to do today. Taking 15 minutes to make coffee instead of just like pumping and doing it one minute. Right. Makes it so I have like a deliberate action for me to do. So true. And, you know, I guess we can shift over to like the, you know, enrichment thing as far as personal development. Yeah. You have tons of time now. What are you doing with it? You could be learning a language. You could be learning how to code or something. You could be learning how to uh, do yoga. You could be working out. Um, You know, I've been working on like audio stuff. I'm now talking about starting a YouTube channel because I think people care about my voice. It's these things where you could be doing any number of things. that could be any amount frivolous. You have nothing else going on now. (laughs) You are stuck in your house. All those
1: hobbies you said that you want had exactly. Try.
0: Oh, I have no time. You know, I I really like to you know get back into graphic design, which I really enjoyed when I was younger, but I just you know don't have the time these days. Well, looks like we found some time, right?
1: Well, it's here. I mean, I know you're doing. You're already gotten a jump on that. You've. uh you know, been doing more audio stuff and I mean, we're going to be working together on some videos, which I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I need to get more on that. Like I've kind of have a couple hobbies that I've started that I need to consolidate. What are some hobbies? Like yeah. this uh, media project that I've been doing mm-hmm. as far as like getting uh, my Facebook, uh, like boosted Facebook ads going and stuff like that. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, there's any number of things and they can be business related. They can just be literally like a hobby, like knit, mm-hmm. knit. like crochet. Underwater basket Exactly. Weaving. Basket weaving, painting. Yeah. It's a great time. Like go, what's his name? Bob Ross. Oh, go watch Bob Ross. I love, Bob, I love Ross. Bob Ross too. Yeah. He's got such a soothing voice. I know. It's so relaxing. It's just a little tree. He's got yeah. a little friend. There's no accident. There's, there's no mistakes. Just happy accidents. Happy accidents. Yes. And it's, it's <laughs> great. And I think that people really, if you, you will feel so much more fulfilled Mm-hmm. If you do your little body weight exercise, and you can look at the end of the day and say, "Hey, like I learned how to do this,"
1: you've heard the whole like start your day by making your bed, the yeah. the Navy Seal mm-hmm. speech and stuff like that. You know, everyone's like in the military's heard that one because of that admiral who gave the speech. But uh, basically, what that does and the mechanism behind it is you have accomplished something that you can be proud of first thing in the morning. And because of that, you've created momentum in the direction of continuing to be productive. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like a, you know, a psychological technique that we use in sales where we get the client or the potential client saying yes on multiple things before we ask them, are you going to sign up for a program? So it's like, are you, you know, looking forward to starting your plan? Are you committed? Are you, you know, willing to do workouts every week. And these are things that people are going to say yes to anyways. But after you get three or four yeses out of them, hey, are you going to sign up for the program? Yes is the natural answer, you Mm -hmm. know?
0: Well, I guess what we can kind of end this on is, as far as these objectives go, inward is going to be better than outward right now, especially Mm -hmm. with what's going on. The You had a really good note on that where it was, you're talking about like things are kind of paused outside. Right. So if what you're doing isn't for self-enrichment or internal use, you might find yourself a little disappointed right now.
1: Or with no, no focus or purpose.
0: Exactly. It's like if you're saying, oh, well, I want to be a trainer and I want to seize this as my own business. Now is not really the best time to try and nail a bunch of clients mm-hmm. at all, really. So you're doing an at-home online program. <laughs> right. <laughs> but... By
1: the this way, is, sign up at five oh <laughs> for our online workout program. Link is in my bio, check it out. Okay. I'll give you that. That's <laughs>
0: fair. That's fair. But it would be a good time to take advantage of online opportunities. It'd be a good time to do more research and learn more or get uh or I even do a uh, get a certification online or something like that. It's uh mm-hmm. if you're if you're looking for out outside validation on things right now, it's gonna be hard.
1: Yeah. It, That's true. Although
0: it, it's a good time to be a content creator, not a, like this is the time to make mistakes. People and do dumb need shit. content right now. Yeah, be, just do something stupid, and you know, it's people might still watch it.
1: Yeah, it's like if you're doing things for your, you know, personal development, as you said, and you're like, you know, bettering some aspect of your life that you value, uh, then I think you can still find uh, purpose and like a reason to wake up in the morning. Basically, you know. Yeah if your you know goal is like I'm gonna make a hundred thousand dollars this week and it's like well you might be put on pause right now because mm-hmm. of the way that things are going with the economy and how the job market is but if your goal is like I'm going to be the most supportive parent and also you know be the strongest, person in my yoga in my pilates class or something like that yeah. then that's like a goal that you can achieve and feel fulfilled about
0: exactly like life doesn't have to go on pause yeah. There's a lot of things you can do at home and you're going to find that when you we get out of this quarantine a lot of people have gotten fat or lazy mm-hmm. or picked up some bad habits and this is an opportunity for you to seize the time use it appropriately and realize that you know realize your abilities and your uh, output And then you can come out on top and, you know, ahead of the pack when we're all back, you know, hopefully to normal. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I feel that, man. Yeah, I think we just got to, like, you know, commit to staying mentally strong and also, like, commit to maintaining some structure. Despite, you know, things being outside of our control, it's like you have to know that your structure has to be fluid. Like, that's one important thing and one thing I learned from the military is you'll go through periods of time where you have the same routine, but then you're going to go through periods of time uh, where you have to make new routines.
0: I think that is a strong note to end on. And I think that this is a good one. I actually like this one a lot. I think yeah. This was a good one. I think this is a, especially for the time that we're going through. Mm-hmm. So we thank you again for listening. We appreciate you guys. These are tough times and anytime that we can be helpful, we hope that, you know, we are a bit of a, a light spot in your day yes so if you have any questions or commentary as you know you can find us at bns underscore radio send us any questions or comments you might have we are always available we're always listening you can find me at Demetrius sebastian on instagram don't forget to like subscribe save
1: uh comment share tell your friends and give us a rating on itunes so oh, yeah. uh yes and you can find me at w Kendall underscore mft on instagram uh, and we'll see you guys on the next one stay healthy